Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. Today, I'm going to discuss Joe Biden's new tax proposal on the 401k plan. Before we get started, just want to mention a few housekeeping matters. Uh, number one, two new podcasts, really excited about AdBits and AdMail. Definitely want to check them out uh, wherever you pick up your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple. Um, if you are interested in self-directed retirement accounts and learning how to uh, better use your retirement funds to make alternative asset investments, I think you'll really enjoy the podcast. So definitely check them out. Um, also new book um, called Seven Figures by 70. And it's a great book if you really want to get incentivized and get pumped up about how you can save just a little day and generate seven figures at retirement. So really excited, wrote it for pretty much everyone across the age spectrum from millennials, generation Xers, even baby boomers. It's never too late to start. Just stay consistent, trust the process, and you will be a retirement winner uh, when it's time to retire. So uh, really excited about that book. Uh, but we're moving into election time. So without becoming partisan, this is a bipartisan podcast. Uh, this is not in any way um, a criticism of a Biden proposal or the Democrats or the Republicans. I'm simply going to discuss what Joe Biden put forth as a proposal for 401k plans. And I'll get into what my thoughts are. But basically, before we get into the details, what Joe Biden's trying to do, and I give him credit for trying to do it, is to incentivize more people to save for retirement. And he has a interesting way of trying to get people in the lower income tax brackets, getting them to save more for retirement, which again, I'm all favor. I'm all in favor for. I think everyone's in favor of Finding a system where more people will save. Um, just a couple statistics to throw at you. Um, only 44% of workers earning between $25,000 and $50,000 make retirement contributions, compared to 80% of workers earning over $200,000. Now, that's not super surprising, right? It's not rocket science. People who make more have more power to save. It's not an incentive. It's not because people that earn less don't want to save more for retirement. It's just based off resources. If you make $25,000, you're going to have less resources to save for retirement. Even if you bought my book and have been studying about the power of deferral and compounded interest, you're just going to have less money to save than if you made $225,000. So that's just the facts. Okay. And we'll get into Biden's uh, proposal and talk about why it has some positives. It has some, I don't want to say negatives, but some, um, I guess, neutrality where I don't think it's going to have much of an incentive because 
unfortunately, it just comes down to resources. And other than just putting money into people's retirement accounts as essentially instead of the saver's credit, which could provide a credit up to a few thousand bucks, 4,000 if you marry or file jointly um, for making contributions if you're a low income earner. The only other way of doing it is literally just putting money into people's 401k. Um, so scrapping the saver's credit and just literally taking that thousand or 2000 bucks and just dumping it into the 401k, which is basically what Biden is trying to do here with this tax proposal. Um, there's no other way really of incentivizing low income earners to save because it just comes down to resources. People that make 20, 30, 40, 50 grand a year, they need their money. Okay. It's just my book, seven figures by 70 goes into it. It's not realistic to expect someone who makes dollars $40,000 a year to save $8,000 in retirement. It's just not realistic. It's a pipe dream if you think that's going to happen. Why? People need money to live. They need money to pay their rent, their mortgage, to put food on the table, send their kids to school, do all the things that all families need to do, buy clothes. Um, so to, to expect people that earn between forty dollars and $80,000 to dump more money in their retirement account considerably. Uh, again, I do just think it's a pipe dream. So let's get into what Joe Biden um, is planning to do if he gets elected. And more importantly, the Democrats need to take the Senate. If Biden wins and the Democrats don't take the Senate, not sure any of this is ever going to come to light. Um, just kind of a um, dreamlike scenario. But what he's trying to do is he's trying to incentivize people making less money to save. And by doing that, he wants to scrap the income tax deduction for pre-tax contributions and instead make it a 26% credit. Okay. So let's talk about the difference between a deduction and credit. A deduction means you earn $100 and you put $20 into a 401k plan and now you pay tax on $80. That $20 is a deduction. Whereas if you make $100, and pay 20% tax, that's $20, and you get a $5 tax credit, you only pay $15 a tax. So credits have a lot of value. They're actually way more valuable than deductions. It's the first, one of the first things you learn in, in law school and basic federal income tax courses, credits have more value than deductions. Credits reduce your tax on a dollar by dollar basis, why? whereas deductions just reduce the amount of tax, um, that's just the amount, reduce the amount of income that's subject to tax. So that's the difference between credits and deductions. So Biden wants to kind of play off the idea of credits. And basically he wants to say that he's going to give you 26% of what you're putting in and basically dump it into your 401k, okay? Up to the levels now of 19,500 or $26,000. So the idea is this. Basically, if you have $100, okay? And if you put $100 into a 401k plan, okay, and you pay 20% tax, right, the cost of making that $100 deduction, right, it's basically an $80 or $79.50 is basically what it's costing you to put $100 into a 401k. Why? Because you're getting a $20 deduction, right? So net net after tax, it's costing you only 80 bucks to make a $100 deduction, right? Because you're saving $20 by getting that deduction. So really net net, getting $100 into your 401k is really only costing you 80 bucks 
if you do a pre-tax 401k because you're getting the $20 deduction. So basically that $20 turns into a 26% credit because if you multiply 26%, 26 $79.50, if you take a 29% of that, you're going to get back to $100, right? Um, you're going to get that $21. So $79.50 receives a 26% matching credit, which would give you the $100, right? So 26%, 79.50 times 26 will get you the necessary amount to get you back to $100. So instead of Biden just giving you a deduction, he's essentially, okay, giving you a credit. So he's basically going to dump money into your 401k plan uh, equal to 26% of what you put in up to the 19.5 or 26 um, if you're over 50 in 2020. So for low-income earners, it's pretty valuable, right? Because if you're a low-income earner, your, your tax deduction may only be worth 10, 12, 15%. Here he's giving you 26%. Instead of getting that deduction and reducing your taxes, he's basically giving the credit into your 401k. So he's basically just transferring that money into your 401k, okay? So basically, instead of under today's terms, you make 100 bucks, okay? Put 100 bucks into your 401k, you get about a $20 deduction, right? Assuming a 21% tax or 20.5% tax rate. So that deduction is really only costing you $80. So what he's doing is he's saying, okay, let's now back into this new number. Assuming $79.50 is left, right? That's basically what it's costing you based off our hypothetical 20.5% tax deduction or tax rate on the $100 you're putting into the 401k. If you then multiply 26% of 79.50, you get back to that $100. So Biden is basically backending and saying, listen, we're giving you, gonna give you, instead of giving you a deduction, we're gonna give you 26% credit. So if you put $100, right, you're gonna get an extra $26 into your plan, okay? So sounds pretty good, right? Because if you're a low-income earner, you may have only gotten a 12, 15% deduction. Here, he's saying, we're going to scrap the deductions, and there's a reason for doing that, and we're going to give you a credit. Now, if you're a high-income earner and are paying 30 or 35%, this 26% credit isn't as attractive, right? Because 35% deduction is better than getting 26% of credit into a 401k. Because again, this isn't a pure tax credit. This is a credit type system where you're getting a credit into your 401k of up to 26%. Whereas if you did a pre-tax 401k and earn the 30 or 35% tax bracket, you would get a 35% tax bracket, 35% uh, tax deduction, excuse me, which obviously is more valuable than 26%. So what Biden is trying to do is help low-income earners be incentivized to save because instead of getting a 15% deduction, they're getting a 26% credit of funds into their 401k. So the idea is hopefully they're going to see more money trickle into their 401k because instead of just reducing the tax on their tax return by receiving a tax deduction, they're going to get a credit from the government into their 401k. Okay. So what does this mean? Well, if you're a high income earner, this could mean more power to the Roth, right? Because if your deductions are being limited, if you're not going to get a 30, 36% tax deduction, 
you're only going to get a 26% credit, you may say, you know what? Not worth it enough. I'm going Roth, which again, the government's okay with. Governments don't like deductions. Okay. Why? Because it lowers the amount of tax they're going to collect, right? Deduction reduces the amount of income subject to tax. So they're okay with you going Roth, even though in the next 20, 30, 40 years, you're going to probably be ahead of the game because all that money is going to grow without tax and you're not going to get any tax on that money. The government, whether it's a Democrat, Republican government, they want to worry about what happens now in the next four to eight years. They don't care what's going to happen 30 years. They'll be long gone by then. Someone else's problem. So everyone is always focused on reducing deductions um, because that reduces the amount of taxes. So here, what Biden's doing is he's saying, well, we're basically not, we're going to get rid of these deductions. So your, your taxes will actually potentially go up, but we're going to dump that money instead of getting the deduction and, and saving taxes. Your taxes may go up or stay the same, but we're going to dump that money into the 401k so you can see more money in your, in your retirement money, in your plan, and also hopefully um, have more money when you retire because that credit is going to boost your 401k. So listen, it, it, the, the concept makes sense. It's a good thought, right? You want to get low-income earners. You want to incentivize them more to save. And the idea is, hey, um, deductions maybe don't have as much value if you're a low-income earner because you're pretty much paying no tax anyways. So let's just dump that money into the 401k by way of a credit. And that should do two things. It should show low-income earners, hey, I see more money in my 401k. This is pretty cool. I'm going to keep doing this. And also obviously gives them more money in their 401k at the end of the day, which is what's important. What it doesn't stop is leakage, right? It's still, you can still pull that money out. It's unclear what would happen. Uh, will they stop people from pulling that money out? And um, obviously, you know, it creates tax strategies, right? You get the tax credit. And then let's say you have a situation where you have a year where you have a lot of losses. So you have no income, lower income, at least low tax rate. And then you convert it to Roth. And now you potentially have a Roth where you received a very high tax credit, 26% versus maybe a 10% tax bracket. Um, and now you just converted it to Roth because you had maybe losses to eat up any potential tax. So there's going to be some tax planning. Um, you know, it's unclear as to the dynamics, how this credit's going to work. Are they just, when are they going to put the money into your plan? Is it going to be quarterly at the end of the year? Um, how is it going to work? Um, are they going to limit how you invest it? Some of this stuff is unclear. Um, but again, the thought process is let's give people a credit. And again, it also is somewhat confusing, right? I mean, when people make deductions into their 401k or contributions, I should say, um, they're doing it for two reasons. Yeah, the tax deduction matters, but it's also a great way to save for retirement because of the power of deferral. This proposal just focuses and, and really focuses on the fact that participants are only making contributions for that tax deduction. And they're really not even focusing on the power of deferral, which I think is a very, very important factor and a very, I think, meaningful reason people make contributions to a 401k, not just for the deduction. So it's a little bit short on details. Um, it's a little bit confusing how the credit versus the deduction. People understand deductions. It's easy. I put 10,000 bucks in my 401k, getting a $10,000 deduction. Here, it's well, I'm putting $10,000 in. I'm getting a 26% 
credit on that, so maybe $2,600 added into my 401k. When that, when is that going to happen? Are there, will there be limits on what I can do with that money or when can I pull it out? Um, I'm not getting that deduction anymore, so I'm going to pay higher taxes. Yes, the money is into the 401k, so that's good. Can I just pull it right out and use it um, and then have the benefit of it? And um, this way the IRS loses the deduction and I'm getting the money, although they're going to get the tax when you pull it out plus potentially a 10% penalty. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out. Um, I do give, um, you know, Biden some um, credit because at least he's trying to think of ways to incentivize people to save. I'm always going to be pro-retirement savings, pro-deferral. Um, I do worry that it is a little confusing. I also worry um, that maybe it's um, it's not realistic enough um, because it still doesn't um, focus on the fact that low-income earners just don't have the extra resources to save. Um, and that's the reason they're not saving. It's not because they don't care about their future and not because they don't care about their family. They just don't have the resources to put into a 401k. So this hopefully could help to some degree um, add a little bit money to that 401k by the credit, that 26% credit. So that maybe could work. Um, but I also worry about leakage and people just pulling that money out uh, and then just paying tax on it anyways. Um, so that's something we're going to have to see how it plays out. Um, overall, again, um, it's, it's, I'm just worried about the complexity as well. Um, when this money, when this credit will be paid um, and, and will there be any restrictions on how the credit's used. So um, that's going to be interesting. Also, I think high income earners are going to get pushed to the Roth, which maybe is the intent anyways, because they want to reduce deductions for high income earners. Um, but I think some, if not many high income earners are going to say, you know what, I used to be getting a 30 or 35% deduction for my 401k. Now I'm getting 26% credit. I'm already maxing out the 19.5 or the 26. So, um, and that's something, you know, a lot of, I haven't seen a lot of discussion about is, what happens if you max out, right? What happens if you already do your 19.5 or 26? The credit's not going to give you any value because it's not going to supposedly allow you to go past your, your 415 limit. So now you're losing the deduction. You're not getting that 26% credit because you also hit, already reached your maximum. So why go pre-tax, right? It makes no sense. Just might as well go Roth, Roth lock in your tax-free growth, which is, I think, the way it's going to be. Uh, I think this is going to push high-income earners all the way to Roth. And anyone low income, hopefully, um, will be able to take advantage of this by getting a higher credit, making that money um, stay into the 401k. I would try to put limits on it, on, on requiring it to stay until they're 59 and a half or, or at least five years and 59 and a half. So there's not leakage because why do this if you're going to give a credit of, let's say someone puts in 2000 bucks and you give them 26% credit. Um, you know, it's another 500 bucks and I just pull it out a month later. What's the point? Um, you're still getting, they're, they're going to pay tax on it. So you didn't really solve any, any, um, dilemma here because they still have less money in their 401k. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm not sure again, any of this will pass. The Biden needs to win. The Democrats need to take the Senate. Um, but again, it's interesting to see how people are trying to attack the uh, problem of lack of saving in our society. 
Um, I do believe most Americans want to save for their future. They want to protect their family. Unfortunately, uh, we're, it, life is not fair, right? Not everyone earns 200,000 bucks. Um, it's the way the system works. Um, that's, that's the way it works. If you make 40,000 bucks, um, you're not going to be able to put away as much as if you earn 200. Um, so maybe this credit will, will provide a little bit of, of help. I do think there's an easier solution. Um, you know, the saver's credit is pretty minimal, thousand, two thousand bucks. Um, maybe you basically want to provide the deduction and uh, make a higher credit. And instead of a credit, maybe you just want to dump that money into an account, um, kind of like a government bond that grows that the, the individual can't touch until they're 59 and a half. So, um, everyone that earns less than X amount of dollars, instead of getting, as long as they make contributions into a plan, instead of getting this credit, it goes into account in their name that's protected that they can't touch to their 59 and a half and uh, they can invest it uh, as they see fit, but the money is locked in and then it's a four savings. So they still could do 401ks or IRAs and still get the ability to do pre-tax or Roth, but also have the savers credit help them. Because again, if you're a 12, 15% taxpayer, a thousand, 2000 bucks helps. Um, but what you do, if you get a credit, you just get a refund check and just spend it. So instead of doing that, if that savers credit was just invested into an account, you can decide how you want to invest it like a 529, but you can't pull it out till you're, let's say 59 and a half or 60 or whatever, or 65, whatever the age is, that's a for saving. If you do that thousand bucks for 30, 40 years, you're going to have, uh, six to seven figures uh, when you retire, um, that would be a great incentive, great way to help lower income people um, from generation to generation kind of change the dynamics and improve their status overall. Could it cause inflation because everyone that maybe is under a certain income level will receive that money in 30, 40 years? You know, maybe, but uh, is it unfair that people that make above that number, let's say the number the cutoff 50. And if you make 54, you don't get that amount. Well, I think you can make a, side, a sliding scale where it goes, let's say up to 70,000. The max is 2000 if you make less than 25 and, and the minimum is, let's say 500 bucks if you make, um, you, know, you know, from 65 to 75 or, or so. And so at least you get some incentive. Uh, I, I think it'd be interesting. The saver credit has value, but most people who get it just um, receive a refund, just spend it. Here, it will force people to save. I, I'm a big believer also of keeping the retirement system simple and easy, and I'm worried this credit will confuse people. Um, it has to be based off what you're putting in, so you don't know what you're putting in in some cases um, till December 31, if not longer, um, in the case of uh, SEPs, right? Or solo 401ks, you can technically make the contribution until April 15th. Um, is it based off employee deferrals, employer contributions? When is the money going to be funded? Um, this credit um, instead of a deduction. When is it being deposited into retirement account as a matching contribution? All these things need to be worked out. Um, it adds a lot of confusion, complexity. Uh, what happens if someone dies in the interim? Where does that money go? Um, I don't know. It just I understand the intent and I respect it. Uh, but I think there's probably an easier way of doing it. I think it's going to add complexity to the retirement system. Uh, I'm worried uh, more high income earners are just going to go Roth. Um, and it, it's going to leave a retirement system that's overly confusing and I th think not tax neutral.
because people are going to make decisions based off their income tax bracket, uh, which not sure that's happening now to the same extent. I know a lot of high income earners that go pre-tax or Roth, and I go. I know some low income earners that are also Roth or pre-tax, and it, they look at other things like the growth on their account, the their, their faith in their investments as a um, catalyst for whether they do pre-tax or Roth and, and not necessarily just on the deduction side. This removes the deduction side and just has a 26% credit. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure it's going to um, do all that it's intended to. So there you have it. Again, this isn't a political uh, narrative at all. Um, this is not, this is totally bipartisan. Um, I think there's some good ideas in, in it. Um, I, again, I, rec I, I give Biden and his team um, uh, and applaud them for at least trying to make the system fair, uh, help uh, people that um, aren't able to save as much, give them the ability to save because the beauty of the retirement system is the power of the furrow, right? Compounded interest. Your money grows faster in a retirement plan. Government understands that. That's the carrot they're giving us to save one of them. And, and the Biden people are trying to do something with it. Um, great. I'm just worried that it's overly complex um, and going to create a, um, a situation where people are saving based off the uh, potential tax implications now versus um, focusing on, on saving and the power of deferral. So we'll see. Uh, again, it all is based off Biden winning and the Democrats taking the Senate. If Biden wins and the Democrats don't touch and don't get the Senate, nothing will happen. Um, again, there's no guarantee this will ever pass anyways. Um, I, I'm, I've seen some pushback from the mutual fund industry who wants to keep the system kind of intact. Um, they like a, a system based off deferral. Um, and they want to keep a system that's simple. Yes, it would provide potentially more investment money uh, by way of credit, um, but we'll see how that goes, what issue we'll have with leakage, and um, you know, what, what um, you know, limitations will be put on, on this 26% match. So I wanted to talk about it because anything that's that involves retirement accounts, I think is interesting. Um, I'm always focusing on how we can get more people to save. I think the savers credit's a great way. It's kind of like a baby bond um, where where you give people who are in a low income bucket instead of the credit in their pocket, put it, dump it into their 401k and don't let them touch it till they're 60 or so. And um, they'll be super thrilled once they hit that age when they see tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in that account. So that is the goal. It's just very hard to get people in the low income bracket to keep the money in the plan without touching it and and obviously you know, dealing with leakage, which is a primary factor of um, a reduction in retirement benefits that plagues mostly low income earners. So yeah, that's what we're dealing with. High-income earners just have more resources. Uh, Biden's trying to help low-income earners. Uh, I give him credit for it again, but um, this may add added complexities um, because of this credit is going to be super uh, complicated. And it's going to be um, pretty interesting when they're going to make the matching contribution, when that's going to happen, what restrictions, and, and what that means uh, for all of us. So 
Uh, I will, I promise I will, um, you know, update uh, and do another podcast as soon as more information is presented on this topic. Generally, retirement accounts are not uh, key, key uh, topics in debates or, you know, between candidates, especially in this election. We got Supreme Court justices. We got a lot of things um, that are in the forefront. I don't think IRAs and 401ks will be anywhere near the forefront or anywhere in the the discussion or debate, but um, it's something to consider. Um, Definitely, you see a a progressive bent on this um, proposal uh, of helping uh, low-income people, which, again, I have no issue with. I want low-income earners to to save more for retirement. I think it's super important. I'm just not sure this is the best way to do it. Um, But again, if it works, um, and and we'll see if Biden has a chance to implement it, uh, then Maybe I'm wrong, but I just think there's other ways to do it and accomplish what you need to do, accomplish and help low-income earners save more so that their families could hopefully, in a, from a generation to generation, keep growing and, and move up that income ladder, uh, which is the American dream. We all want to want to keep moving up the ladder and we want our kids to do better than we're doing and their kids to do better than they're doing. And that's just what being American is, is, is striving. Um, to to be better and and have your family more secure in the future and the retirement system is one way of doing it there's 30 trillion dollars of retirement funds you know i always say if if no matter what school you go to whether you go to harvard or florida state or you know division three school um sometimes the most important factor in determining how you live uh when you're older is how much money you've put away Uh, i can't tell you how many people family members, call clients I've talked to and said, hey, you know, I, I wasn't the richest person. You know, I did well. Uh, my neighbors did better than me. Uh, they went on fancier vacations, drove fancier cars. But you know what? I'm, I'm 72 now. Like, I'm rich. I got like $800,000 in my retirement account. I don't work. I live a great life. I golf. I go on vacation. Uh, I do whatever I want. And guess what? My neighbors are still working um, because they didn't save in their retirement account. I got 800, they have 300, uh, they spent all their money, uh, whatever they got back from the government or, or bonuses, they just blew and I dumped everything into my retirement account and now I'm benefiting. And guess what? If I go early, my spouse and you guys, you kids, you're going to benefit. That's the legacy I want to leave to my family. So retirement system is a long-term game. Um, it's a long play. It's not a get-rich-quick thing and that's why it's, it's not as sexy as you know some of these uh you know, 10 times earnings and, you know, do one thing and generate millions of dollars. And those always turn out to be um, not as they're advertised because anything in life that's worthwhile just takes time and, and focus and energy. And retirement systems the same way. It's just a little bit more passive than, than other uh, activities, but um, it works. So if this Biden proposal works and gets low income earners to save more, you know, then, then it's successful. If it doesn't, then keep trying, right? Whether you're you're Republican, Democrat, that's the goal, right? President Trump has tried to do different things too to incentivize people to save, and that and that's amazing. And it's been very bipartisan. The Secure Act's a great example. It was passed in December. It was the largest piece of retirement account legislation. It was almost unanimously passed. I mean, what else does something like that happen in Washington in today's day and age, right? <laughs> Never. So the retirement account system works. It's bipartisan. People on both sides of the aisle 
want it to work. They understand its value. So we'll see if Biden gets a chance to implement this. Uh, we'll see how it works out. If it doesn't, I'm sure there'll be other proposals. And I promise I will be the first to keep all you guys informed. So thanks for listening. I appreciate all the support. Um, and I promise uh, to keep updating you, uh, especially as our election season gets underway. If any more proposals uh, from either party uh, come to light involving IRAs, 401ks, or retirement savings. Um, stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, subscribe if you haven't. Please give us a five star on Apple. Um, really appreciate all the support. And uh, I will talk to you guys next week. Um, be well. Take care.